there, fantasy owners. Welcome to LTC Fantasy. Not sure if you're chiming in via podcast or on YouTube, but thanks for listening nonetheless. And now that the free agency frenzy is pretty much over, a couple big fish still out there in Caudry and uh, Klingberg there, but for the most part, we're getting into the dog days of the RFA arbitration hearings and that, so... Pretty much rosters are set. There'll be the odd tweak in training camp depending on certain battles or maybe the odd veteran signing to fill a spot if somebody didn't quite go in what he get for. But it's pretty safe to start doing some team previews. So today we're going to look at uh, the Anaheim Ducks. What we're going to do is I went over to dailyfaceoff.com. Really enjoy that website. If you do have a chance, definitely check it out. And looked at their line combinations. And from there, kind of project how different players will do fantasy-wise. Look at last year's stats. See where they're projected to play on specialty teams, etc. So for them in goal, it's same two guys as last year, Gibsons and Stellars. But Gibson, he's 29 years old now, so still relatively young, middle-aged in goaltending years. Last year, he was a workhorse for him, played in 56 games. He went 18, 26, and 11 with one shutout, a 3.19 GAA, and a 9.04 save percentage. So not a lot of wins there, but you did get quite a few uh, games played, obviously. And his save percentage being over 9, considering it was a long season in Anaheim, looks to be very similar this year. They did get... A little stronger up front. We'll get into that in a little bit there. But, yeah, it's definitely going to be a long season again in Anaheim. Uh, Their backup, Anthony Stellars, he's a year younger, 28 years old, but still right around that middle age for goaltending. He played in 28 games last year. His numbers were better than Gibson. He's 12-8-3, so had a winning record. Uh, He had three shutouts compared to one. 2.67 2.67 GAA and a 9.17 save percentage. I expect a very similar split this year, to be honest. Even though Stellars had better numbers, it's definitely not going to be a goaltending controversy. Gibson makes some money, and if uh, the Ducks are going to stay in their rebuild, they're going to play Gibson as much as they can to hopefully showcase his talent and maybe move him. Uh, Gibson does have a no-trade clause, so he'll kind of dictate that. Think it's modified no trade, not a full no movement, but nonetheless expect Gibson. But for you fantasy owners, if you off night and Stellars is expected to start, his numbers are really good, so it might be somebody to stream the odd time throughout the season. So definitely keep his name in mind there. Uh, moving on to defensemen, the top pairing is Cam Fowler and Jamie Drysdale. So. Cam Fowler, besides being on the top pairing, is projected to be on the first power play unit and first penalty kill unit. He's 30 years old, so he's starting to eclipse that 30-year mark. He doesn't quite put up the offense that he did before, but still pretty decent numbers last year. He played in 76 games. He had 9 goals, 33 assists for 42 points, so over that half point per game. He had 18 points on the power play, so still getting decent power play production, almost half his points on the power play. He had 37 hits, so doesn't really throw the body around. Never been known to do that, but he did put up 116 blocks. So a decent amount of blocks for you in there to add a little bit of fantasy value. And 124 shots on goal. You'd probably like to see that be a little bit higher, but it's definitely not going to hurt you if you do draft him on your roster. Uh, Jamie Drysdale, the other part of that pairing, 
only 20 years old, so he's young, young guy. Uh, he's also going to project to play on the second power play unit. I think by the end of the year, he's probably molding to take over more of a role from Fowler, so could see him on the top power play unit and maybe even get some penalty kill time. We'll see. But he played in 81 games last year, so he only missed one game. He had four goals and 28 assists for 32 points. So really solid, 32 points in 81 games, under that half point per game. But you got to remember, he was only 19 last year. So do expect him to build on that for sure. He had 12 power play points, so nice showing by the rookie. 40 hits, 72 blocks, and 137 shots on goal. So he did put more pucks on net. You do see him, because obviously he'll be 20 this year, turning 21 by the end of the year, that he should build on this. So that might be kind of a sneaky play where he uh, probably gets passed over in a lot of drafts. So keep an eye early in the season. It might be worthwhile picking him up. Or a very late round pick for your bench. Something of that nature. Uh, second pairing is Simon Benoit and Kevin Shattenkirk. Start with Simon Benoit. He should also play on the second penalty kill unit. He's only 23 years old. Another young guy on that back end there. Uh, he played in 53 games played last year. He had one goal, four assists for five points. So that doesn't really look fantasy relevant at all, so I wouldn't look too much. He had no power play points, obviously five points. He probably doesn't get a lot of power play points. Where he can help you, though, is he did throw 168 hits in only the 53 games played. So he really threw the body around. So if you are in like a roto league or something of that nature and you need to build up your hits total, that might be something that he can help you with on a streaming basis. He also put up 39 blocks, so not a lot there, 45 shots on goal. So really the only way he's going to help you out fantasy-wise is if you're looking for hits there. Uh, his defensive partner, Kevin Shattenkirk, he should also play on the first penalty kill unit projected anyways. And he's 33 years old, so he's a wily vet. He's getting up there. But he had a nice season considering his age. 82 games played, he had 8 goals, 27 points, or 8 goals, 27 assists for 35 points. He had 14 points on the power play, so pretty good. Uh, he's not projected to be on the power play going into this season, but he does get used on the power play when they're trying to change things up. So it's not like he's not going to get power play time this season, just probably not at the start of the year. He also had 73 hits, so okay amount of hits for what he's widely considered an offensive defenseman, kind of turning more defensive as he's getting older. 135 blocks, so that's a nice block total for the D-man there, and 163 shots on goal, so the most shots by any defenseman on the team. Uh, the third pairing is Uro Vakaninen and Josh Mahura. So Uro Vakaninen, he should be on the second penalty kill unit, and he is 23 years old, so another young guy. You can see their defensemen are pretty young there. There's only... Fowler, who's 30, and Shattenkirk, who's 33. The rest are all under 25 years old so far. He played 29 games last year, zero goals, six assists for six points. So he's definitely not going to wow you offensively. He kind of knew that even when he was with Boston's organization there. He did have one power play point. Not quite sure how that happened, if he got put on the power play at the end of the year, or maybe he was just 
going on shift when the uh, end of the power play was and something happened there. Don't expect any power play points from him this year. He had 27 hits, 28 blocks, and 27 shots on goal. So really, overall, it's a player you're going to avoid because he doesn't show much value in any category for you. But he is young, but to be honest, really don't see any value there. The other one, Josh Mahara, he's 24 years old. He played in 38 games last year, had three goals, four assists for seven points. So not a lot of production there. No power play points. In 38 games, though, he did have 63 hits and 51 blocks. So not bad totals, but you're probably still going to avoid them. There'd be a lot better options out there. 36 shots on goal, so under a shot per game. Really not much fantasy value there for you either. Going on to forwards, their top line is Adam Henrique, Trevor Zegras, and Troy Terry. Start with Adam Henrique. He should also play on the second power play unit besides being on the top line there. And he's 32 years old. Last year, 58 games played. He had 19 goals, 23 assists for 42 points. So pretty decent point totals. Probably more you'd like a point per game guy on your active roster, but maybe a bench player or a streaming option on light nights. That's what those totals kind of tell me. 11 power play points, so not bad. 22 hits, does not throw the body. 47 blocks, doesn't really step in front of a lot of pucks either. Well, almost a block per game, so that's actually not too bad for forwards when you look at it. And 141 shots on goal, so for playing a limited amount of games, he definitely had a lot of shots in there. Trevor Zegras, one to be excited about in Anaheim for sure. He should also be on the first power play unit. He's only 21 years old. Last year he played in 75 games. He had 23 goals, 38 assists for 61 points. So nice point total for a 20-year-old. You should definitely build on that. He'll be really close to a point per game or better. Is probably a good safe bet this year. So you definitely want to have him in your roster. How early in the draft? Probably the mid-rounds, mid to be honest. You can probably get him in. Uh, 17 power play points, so nice total there. 56 hits, so not too bad for an offensive guy. 27 blocks, not going to step in front of a puck for you. But 181 shots on goal, so really nice shot total there. And the last one on that top line is Troy Terry. Kind of came out of the woodwork last year. He should also be on the first power play. He's 24 years old. He played in 75 games last year. He had 37 goals, so really nice total there. 30 assists for 67 points. So he's going to be close to a point per game, maybe even better, because they're both young, building chemistry with Zegras. He'll be more the guy that uh, gets the goals for you. If it's weighted in a league, you might even draft Terry ahead of Zegras. He had 15 power play points, 6 hits, so definitely not throwing the body. 27 blocks, so not going to step in front of pucks for you, but 192 shots on goal, so nice shot total for you. Second line is Mason McTavish, Ryan Strom, and Frank Vitrano. Highlighting the, their two free agency signings that they took from the Rangers. Uh, so Mason McTavish, he should also play on the second power play unit. He's only 19 years old right now, so really, really young. He only played nine games. Obviously, you get that 10th game in there, it burns a year of his entry level, so they sent him down beforehand. So in those nine games, not too bad for 18, two goals, one assist, three points. 
But when he did get sent down, he put up 47 points in only 29 games. So he's definitely all offense and could be a candidate for the Calder Trophy this year. You really don't know. Does that translate to taking a risk on him in a fantasy draft? Personally, I don't draft rookies I'd, unless there's somebody like McDavid Ovechkin, you know, generational talent there. But I would keep my eye on him to maybe pick him up early to see how his first 10 games go before you do anything there. Uh, Centerman Ryan Strom came over from the Rangers. He's projected to be on that top power play unit. Definitely knows how to play with skilled players when he got to play with Panarin over there in New York. He's 29 years old. Last year he played with 74 games. He had 21 goals, 33 assists for 54 points. So decent total there. He's more of a streaming option. How will he do in Anaheim? Kind of hard to say because how many points did he get extra because he did play with Panarin in New York? But he will be getting top power play time. He get to play with Zegras. I can see a little bit of regression there, but I don't know how much, to be honest with you. Still noteworthy that he does have some fantasy relevance. In those uh, 74 games last year, he did 14 of those 54 points were on the power play, so decent total. 41 hits, 19 blocks, so nothing to scream over there, but he did have 161 shots on goal. Finishing off that second line was Fank Vertrano. He should also play on the second power play unit. He's 28 years old now. Last year he played 71 games. He had 18 goals, 14 assists for 32 points. So not really good point total. But he was a lot better when he came over from the Rangers from Florida. In Florida he was buried, so he didn't get any quality scoring time. When he did get that with the Rangers, he did decent for him. Not somebody to have a regular on your basis, but he definitely was a stream play. And he should get similar opportunity in Anaheim there. He of his 32 points, two of them were on the power play. He did have 68 hits, so almost a hit per game. Not bad total for a forward that's playing in your top six anyways. 26 blocks, 161 shots on goal. Looking at their third line, it's Max Comtois, Isaac Lundstrom, and Jacob Silverberg. So Max Comtois, he should play on the first power play unit right now. I really do see that dropping down to the second, but right now he's listed as first power play. 23 years old, so young kid again. 52 games played, he had 6 goals, 10 assists for 16 points. They're really expecting more out of him and he's just not producing. They had rumors about him trying to get traded, etc. But if should see how it turns out, definitely wouldn't draft him. But keep an eye, maybe with a different uh, situation or playing style in Anaheim, he might be able to build on those numbers from last year. Two power play points, 111 hits, so he does throw the body around in those limited games. 17 blocks, 72 shots on goal. His centerman, Isaac Lundstrom, another young guy, 22 years old, should play on the second power uh, penalty kill unit, sorry. 80 games last year, he had 16 goals, 13 assists for 29 points. So probably somebody you're going to pass on. None of them were on the power play. He had 38 hits, 55 blocks, so nothing really screaming. 83 shots on goal. Probably leaving him alone. Last one is Jacob Silverberg. Now besides, he's down on the third line now in Anaheim, but he is expected to be on the second power play unit and top penalty kill unit. So he will get more minutes than your normal third liner. Will that translate to fantasy successful? 
tough to tell, but last year he had, in 53 games played, he had 5 goals, 16 assists for 21 points. Definitely a down year for him. He isn't that bad, but I don't know if it gets back up to where he's fantasy relevant unless it's a really light night. 5 power play points, 16 hits, 40 blocks, 120 shots on goal. So a decent amount of shots considering the lack of production there. Fourth line is Derek Grant, Sam Carrick, and Max Jones. Start with uh, Derek Grant. He should be on the first penalty kill unit. He's 32 years old. Uh, overall, he played 71 games last year, 15 goals, 14 assists for 29 points. Two of them are on the power play, 69 hits, 49 blocks, 117 shots on goal. Really not going to be very fantasy relevant for you. Probably leaving him alone because the only stat that he's decent in is shots, but there's a lot better offensive upside with guys that have uh, more points, more shots, etc. than that. Uh, Sam Carrick, he's 28 years old. Last year he played 64 games, 11 goals, 8 assists for 19 points. So again, really nothing to show there. He did have 122 hits in those 64 games, only 21 blocks, 80 shots on goal. So maybe if you're a little light on hits, that might be somebody to pick up. But there's a lot of players that are over that 120 hit mark that put up more offense for you. Last one is Max Jones. He's expected to be on the second penalty kill unit, only 24 years old. He had a torn pectoral last year, so really hard to judge what he's going to do. Not expected to be much more than a grinder, though. So he only played in two games before he did tore his pectoral there. He had no points in those two games, no power play points, only two hits, no blocks, only two shots on goal, so nothing really relevant there. There's Overall, Anaheim's a very young team, so it's probably going to be another rough season there. Uh, other than that, we will be out in a few days with another, or sorry, actually tomorrow with another review there. And if you did like it, if you're on YouTube, please remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell. If you're listening via podcast, please remember to hit subscribe or the like button, etc. So you get notified of different episodes coming forward. And we look forward to having the rest of these previews for you. Enjoy the rest of the fantasy offseason. And good luck with your upcoming drafts there, fantasy owners.